State of the Arts. I'm Terrence Van, and my guest today is Grouchy Greg Watkins, who is the co-founder of AllHipHop.com, a pillar in his community, and really just the overall awesome guy. Uh, multi-talented, multifaceted, and it's it's absolutely an honor to be able to talk to you and, and be able to interview you. I think you interviewed me one time. Now I'm interviewing you, so it's come full circle, and we get to talk about hip-hop, hip-hop in Delaware, and the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, which, um, wow, that's monumental. That's monumental. Um, so, you know, if, I, I just kind of want to get started here thinking about on the subject of hip-hop. Yep. Being in Delaware, what what are your thoughts on Delaware as a hip hop scene, and and if you could also give a little bit of backstory mm. on how all hip hop came together, and you know how it got from where it started to now. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, um, to start off with the Delaware hip hop scene, you know the the scene here has always been very vibrant, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of out-of-towners don't really understand that we're nestled right in between two major metropolises, which is, you know, Philadelphia and Baltimore. And then if you go another hour up the road, you got New York City, which is the birthplace of hip-hop, obviously. Um, and, you know, I've been involved in the hip-hop scene here in Delaware since, you know, the early 80s, you know, like 84, wow. 85. You know, I go that far back. I mean, because hip hop has been intertwined in my entire life since I was a youth, you know. So, you know, the first element that I mastered in hip hop was breakdancing. And, you know, breakdancing was very prevalent here in in Delaware, you know, um, when it, it, it hit the neighborhoods like a bomb. You know, you could go to any neighborhood in in Delaware and you would see people walking around with car boxes uh, cardboard, um, the radios, you know, um, you would see people with linoleum breakdancing on the street. There were battles. You know, my first big battle was when Run DMC came to uh, Dickinson High School. That had to be like 86. You know, it always stands out as an epic moment for me because I had first learned how to windmill. And for those listeners who don't know what a windmill is, it's, you know, you're on the ground and, you know, you're you're spinning around like a windmill, basically. And most people had to use there was a pause in their windmill at the time. And I was I, at least at Dickinson anyway. I was one of the first people to be able to windmill with no hands, you know, so I could do the he-mail windmill. I could put my hands behind my back, hands down on my side. And, you know, that that was like a, 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 a epic moment for me. And, you know, from a mental standpoint, you know, it gave me hip hop gave me all kinds of confidence in myself, you know, from a young a young age. You know, I knew I could practice these different elements and, you know, um, master them and, you know, have a, an actual skill set. I didn't realize how far the skill set would take me in life, but. In any case, you know, I was DJing at a young age, using turntables at a young age, collecting records at a young age, rapping at a young age. And so were many of my peers. So, you know, by the time I got into eighth grade, I was going into local recording studios here and recording, doing demos, sending the demos off to record labels, trying to get record deals. You know, I was doing all of those things in hopes of, you know, my rap group 
blowing up at the time. And, you know, we had some notoriety around here starting when I got into high school because I had incorporated my first label um, and started putting out records on, on my own. Um, and that really put me in touch wow. with other people in the community who were also putting out records and rapping and doing their thing. You know, so people who are from Delaware know Tomorrow's Gold Records. They know Grand G. They know Fred G. You know, MC Isaiah. You know, my boys Craig and Neil Betts, Kid, uh, Kid Flex and Hated, who are, you know, great producers. All of these people, I was I was in intricately, intricately involved with all of them and, you know, their careers in, in some way, shape or form. And, you know, that's so awesome to hear because I feel like being from Delaware, our culture gets overlooked a lot. You know, I, I, I think the hip hop culture in Delaware, hearing that, I didn't even know Run DMC came to visit Wilmington and, and hear that you were involved in so many different facets, especially that early. It just it kind of makes me proud to hear how rich the culture always has been. What do you think is an important aspect for somebody that is, you know, they're trying to master their craft um, in, in hip hop? Uh, they're, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to learn more about the culture. What, what, where, what direction would you point them in? Well, you know, you can't lose by starting with the, the five elements of hip hop, you know, which is MCM, breakdancing, art or graffiti, DJing. And then the fifth one, which is knowledge, you know, being well mm. and being being aware that no matter where any of those four elements take you, that you have to have a certain level of knowledge to accomplish anything in life, not not just hip hop. You know, and so one of the, the foundations of hip hop is knowledge. And so you don't have to end up being a B-boy or a, an artist or a DJ or any of those things. And you can still obviously, you know, gain knowledge and, you know, the, the kind of knowledge that you're after, you know, through hip hop culture, you can you can it's expanded into every every everything. Um, mm. So, you know, if you're interested in business, if you're interested in finance, you know, you got guys like Jay-Z that you can look up to who are billionaires or you've got Russell Simmons or, you know, people who have helped shape the culture from the business side of things, you know. Um, and then the same goes with all the other things like, you know, when you talk about DJing, you're really talking about technology, getting an understanding of technology, you know, that. DJing portion of things led me to learning how to hook up mixers, which led me to learn how to understand a mixing board and how a recording, how recording actually worked, which is what I actually studied when I went to college and earned my degree, you know, it's in audio engineering. And that was all from the early days of, you know, doing hip hop and playing around with turntables and sound and the audio side of things. Um, same thing with the graffiti, you know, while I am not as an accomplished artist as you <laughs> by any means, hey, 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 hey. you know, like uh, my art game is not there, but I dabbled in art and drawing and, you know, under understood, understood that. Unfortunately, that was one of the skill sets that I never really developed. But had I wanted to, I, and even now to this day, I know that if I study under greats like yourself, that art. <laughs> 
while you need to have a natural talent, is also technique involved in it and, you know, learning, learning technique. So through hip hop culture, you know, you can learn, you know, and, and you know, pretty much do anything. I mean, it's really amazing. There, there's truly nothing like it. And, you know, I think a lot of folks, they they dive in and then it becomes so expansive how rich the culture is. And um, and, and it's so great to hear that, because I think in the, as the arts are concerned. I think hip hop now has touched almost every sector. You know, like you were saying, from business to just all, even politics now. I mean, you hear you hear politicians quoting rap artists all the time, and I and I it just kind of shows how far it's come. So it's really remarkable to hear that you dived into so many different aspects. So when you kind of encapsulated all that into all hip hop, which is a behemoth, I, I don't. I, it's, it's incredible. I, I, you know, I think it's really something that every article I see is sourced from all hip hop. So, you know, explain for the listeners, what is all hip hop? Um, you know, how did it come about? And, you know, here on the 50th coming up, where do you see the future? You know, where, where do you see it going? Yeah, no doubt. So for those who don't know all hip hop, this is our 25th year in business. So we're the forefathers of hip hop on the Internet. You know, we brought hip hop, not just us, but, you know, we really helped amplify hip hop coming online in uh, the late 90s. And all hip hop, Chuck D from Public Enemy has dubbed all hip hop the CNN of hip hop. Um, mm. I also like to refer to it as the ESPN of all hip hop for those mm. who are trying to get an understanding of how we cover and approach our business. So it's 24 7, 365 news, up to the minute news, up to the minute gossip and rumors, features, interviews, music, reviews, opinions. Um, we cover obviously through news, we touch into politics and, and everything. Um, and so, you know, that's what all hip hop is. You know, we're a staple of the hip hop community because we've never left the 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 core essence of what has made all hip hop, which is the fact that two things, you know, obviously the elements. But then the second part is that my partner, Chuck Jigsaw Creekmer and I are from the culture. So we're very authentic. And then the second part of it is that we have a very heavy focus on the journalism side of things. So, you know. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the articles that we present are well-written, researched, sourced from, you know, accurate, you know, accurate sources. So we, we take all of that very serious in our presentation of hip hop music and culture. And then I like to always, you know, let people know that we're very brand safe um, and we're very, you know, we're a PG website. We, we're out to convey hip hop culture to the widest audience that, that we can possibly reach. Um, in terms of uh, the second part of the question, which is hip hop's 50th, I mean, it's amazing that hip hop culture is turning 50. You know, um, mm. obviously there were many people in the beginning who didn't think that it was that it was going to be a passing fad from the music side of things. And now here we are 50 years later. And one, the genre still hasn't matured. And two, wow. 
you know, even the business side of it hasn't reached its full maturity. You know, we still fight battles every single day within our business on the business side of things, trying to convince people, you know, that the, the value of this culture you know, and the value of the ownership that we have over it, uh, because, you know, hip hop has been in the Super Bowl two years in a row. I mean, last year it was Eminem, Dre, 50 Cent. I mean, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, who's the queen of hip hop. I mean, you know, you queen of hip hop soul. You know, you 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 can't get more hip hop than that. And it's on what the advertising industry describes as the the biggest night for advertising. You know, so hip hop is at a point where it's selling, selling things. I mean, I always like to tell people there is no more pop culture. Hip hop is is culture now. You know what I mean? And, and that that's the best way to put it, because um, it, I, I see it changing lives of all races. I see styles changing like hip hop is the number one selling art form globally now incredible it's the country's biggest export in terms of arts you know wow it's incredible you know all started by young black men with no um you know no musical instruments you know similar to doo-wop music in you know the Mm. 40s and early 50s you know a lot of similarities to that and um you know Obviously, jazz music, which is jazz and blues, another two art forms created by African-Americans. And, um, you know, it's amazing to see how much hip hop in particular has spread throughout the globe. I mean, Africa has obviously a very rich scene. India has an incredible hip hop scene. China Japan, I mean, every country in the world at this point, even countries that you may not think of, like Ireland, you know what I mean? Like it's their Mm. hip hop is being practiced all over the world, you know. That's beautiful. It it really is. And I want to take a minute to remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Man, this is a really, this, you know, this is, I really look at this as a privilege to be able to talk to someone who has the knowledge aspect from experience. You know, it's, it's one thing kind of studying after, you know, you, you learn about hip hop, but to be there from like the inception to now. And there's, you know, hip hop is, it's in a somewhat interesting place. There's a lot of opinions on you know, where it currently is and, and, and the content. Um, and, you know, from someone from your perspective, kind of looking on the, on the kind of like, I feel like you have like a bird's eye, you know, you, you have like an all-encompassing view. Just as far as the art form is concerned, you know, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think the art form is in a great place, you know. Um, as we've stated, it's spread globally. You know, there's plenty of different styles of hip hop to listen to. So, you know, if you're stuck on what's on the radio or you're unhappy with the state of hip hop in terms of how it's being recorded, you're not digging hard enough to find, Mm. you know, exactly what you like because everything is there. You know, hip hop is always a reflection of what's happening in the communities, 
um, or what's happening globally, you know. Um, and so if you're listening to hip hop and there's a little too much drug use or those kinds of things you feel are being glorified, it's because we're in the middle of we've been in an opioid epidemic for 20 years. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, you know, marijuana is legalized now. You know, um, alcohol is and alcohol abuse is very prevalent in a lot of communities. And so, mm-hmm. yes, these types of songs and these types of lyrics make it to the music because it's actually what's happening. You know, hip hop is a very interesting art form because it's one of, if not the only form of art that's predicated on being authentic. You know, so, you know, that's not the same for movies or for, you know, any other form of art or artistic expression. And it's so much to a point now where it's become a legal issue as to whether or not hip hop lyrics can be used against you in court or whether they're protected by artistic expression, you know, through, you know, constitutional rights that we have. And so, you know, hip hop is even pushing the boundaries as to what is legally considered, you know, forms of artistic expression versus what are admissions of guilt in in music. You know, and the answer is still, you know, out there. But California just passed a law that says, you know, you can't use rap lyrics or rap videos against somebody in a a court of law. And now older cases are starting to be overturned. But that just speaks to the power of the music and the words, you know, being married with with, you know, the music and the rhythm. Wow. No, expertly said, beautifully said. Just to kind of, you know, come into a conclusion here, um, I have I have two questions for you. One question is a a as a young entrepreneur that wants to get started in media or in the arts, you know, what would your advice be to them? And then the second question is, what's your top five? We got to know. We got to know your top five. If you have one, if I you do. Have of one. course, I have a top five. So the first question, you know, the advice that I have is twofold. You know, one, you know, you have to study and understand the history of of hip hop or any of whatever you're going into to try to become a practitioner of. So if you're trying to get into the music business side of things, you should know the history of the music business and our place as African-Americans within it, because we go back to the 1890s, to the beginning of recorded music. The first person to ever record in music was a black man named George Johnson, um, you know, and, uh, you know, he was the first one to have what we would consider today a hit record. But, you know, the music industry started in 1890 and we've played a part in shaping it every single step of the way in every decade. But we usually only tend to go back to like the 40s. So, you know, understanding the evolution of of what you are attempting to get into is very important. The second part is networking. You know, instead of, you know, using Instagram or Facebook to talk about friends or gossip, there's all other kinds of ways to network and build what I would call your mastermind group. You know, a group of masterminds, minds that think like you, that all have mastered different skill sets that complement your own so that you can, you know, begin your mission and your, your journey towards success. You know, I, I'm I'm very big on the concept of the mastermind group, 
a group of people that help you get to, you know, your goals. Uh, you know, my partner and I, you know, we're the masterminds behind all hip hop. And I don't mean masterminds as in, in a uh, uh, ego way. I mean it in a literal way. Like he has mastered skill sets that are are very um, complementary to the skill sets that I have. And we put them together and try to think as one unit to achieve our goals. Um, so the other thing real quick, I, I want the listeners to know is that I am on the board of the Delaware State Council for the Arts. And so mm -hmm. you know, we're responsible for doling out the grants that the DDOA presents to the local community. And this is important because I want the listeners to know that if you are working through a nonprofit and, you know, working in a nonprofit and you need funding, this is the organization to come to and to turn to. You know, we offer training on how to write grants. We offer workshops. Mm -hmm. You know, there's incubators to help you every step of the way because we need you as much as you need us and, you know, the money that's allocated towards the arts in the state. So it's important. And, you know, one of my goals is diversifying the way that the where the grant money goes to. You know, it's not to say that we're going to try to I'm trying to take money away from anybody, but I'm just trying to spread the money around to organizations and nonprofits that are out to, you know, get the arts and the importance of the arts to diff different communities. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, on a lighter note, my top five. Let's see. I'ma leave uh I'ma leave Biggie and Tupac out because they're they go in, you know, no matter what. You know what I mean? Right. They're like in the upper in the pantheon. So I will start with um in no particular order, Guru from Gangstar. You know, he's one of my favorites, severely underrated at this point, you know, based on you know, the 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 knowledge that he put into his his rhymes. Um, I would say KRS one is up there. You know, I mean the the expansiveness of his catalog is just incredible. I think he's on like 25 albums at this point. Uh big fan of Cool G Rap. You know, I love Cool G Rap. Uh I would be remiss if I left Public Enemy out, you know, Chuck D, Public Enemy, that's four. And um, I would I would put Nas in there, you know, um, mm. I'm a fan of Nas. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some honorable mentions too, like Melly Mel, you know, from the Furious Five. Everybody loves his, you know, rap, the message. But the lyrics that he has in um, Beat Street from um, the theme song, Beat Street Breakdown, it's just like, I mean, it's it's one of the most ridiculous verses ever penned. I think it's better than the message, but, you know, I would say those are my my basic top fives, you know, who stay in rotation, you know, at, at any given time on any playlist. I, I also like Lil Boosie, you know, and, um, you know, some of the newer acts that are out. You know what I mean? Um, I like 21 Savage. Obviously, I like Drake, you know, um, I, I, I so, you know, my my palette ver it, it varies, you know, but the five that I named are like my staple foundational rappers. Oh man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Those are some lyrical heavy hitters right there. Big time, all time, um, you know, artists. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate your time. Um, we are Grouchy Greg Watkins. 
co-founder of all hip-hop, hip-hop legend himself, here with us on the Delaware Division of the Arts, State of the Arts podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, I think a lot of people will be inspired by your words. Um, I, I was, and, you know, I appreciate your time and your efforts to be here today to push the, co- the culture forward. Um, I- incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, so thank you for that. Thank you, Terrence. Always a pleasure.